This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. Yeah, two, baby. Woo! We made it to season two. Are we syndicated yet? We're not. We're not. Hundred episodes, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, um, but we'll we'll get there hopefully uh, in year three. Bring it on! I think. But then you know we're trying to um, not take breaks and actually have one out every week uh, this year. We obviously already failed that a little bit because we took an extended uh, holiday. Because last year we launched on like just after New Year's, we were nursing hangovers and everything. Uh, it was great, but yeah, we're here, man. And um, let's just get straight into it. Uh, we're a month away from the Winter Olympics. Doesn't even feel like the Winter Olympics are even gonna are even happening. They're even starting. The hype has been very mellow. It's kind of like um, I was in I was living in Toronto when the last Commonwealth Games were happening. And, um, you know, you'd think, okay, Canada and the Commonwealth, there'd be a bunch of hype. I heard nothing, man. And this one was in Glasgow, so it wasn't even far away. And I was like, okay, well, I guess Canada doesn't really care about the Commonwealth Games. Fair enough, because obviously they get all their haul in the Winter Olympics. Um, But yeah, like you said, this one, um, not hearing hardly anything. And I guess a lot of that is due to the fact that uh, NHL players are not going to be in this one. No, it's it's very sad. It, I mean, it's going to be hard for people to even get interested. Like, the the thing that's going to annoy the shit out of me is it's going to be on TV, right? The games are going to be on TV, and the casual New Zealand fan who flicks it on and watches it, or if the news even like get off their ass and cover it, the mainstream news, it'll be like. All these people will think that these are the best hockey players in the world, and that's just going to really annoy me. Yeah, and we're, we'll have to be like, they're not the best. You no, know, no, no, it's, it's, the, just, it's this to, awkward thing. Owners are greedy. It's not the best on best. You have to keep footnoting it to people, and it's it's hard to pull up a footnote when you're in a conversation. <laughs> it's like, no, these are the best American players that play in Russia or the Swiss League. Uh, they, you know, they're not these guys that play in the NHL and people will be like, well, what's the difference? Yeah. It'd be very confusing for people. I guess the, the heart, like the, not the highlight, the silver lining is that these players potentially could be the players that come and play in the, um, hockey classic. <laughs> Maybe some of them. I mean, I could see someone like, you know, Brian Gianta. That'd be kind of cool. And actually... So, because Team USA have already put out their roster um, for the Olympics, that kind of surprised me because I thought they might wait until the World Juniors were, uh, were over like Canada did. And by the time we put this out, Canada have probably already put their roster out. They know they're putting it out tomorrow. So, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, and I'm I'm just going to assume that I'll recognize more names in that list than I did in the one that USA announced. Yeah, there'll be a f- there'll be a few more um, non year five on a NHL franchise generated draft pick names like are in the the USA team. <laughs> Will Borgen, <laughs> that is a, that's a that's a computer game person. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like what Jake and Smallwood does does doesn't sound uh, like a legit name. Brock uh, Little, that's not a real person. But uh, like for me, the only names I recognize on there are Toronto Marley's great, Mark Arcobello. Um obviously uh Ryan Donato, Brian Gianta, and um old James Wisniewski. Yep, Ducks alumni James Winooski, um who was part of the great trade by Anaheim to trade away William Carlson to Columbus. So that was, that was some great work. Um, but there's also another duck in there, Troy Terry, so who was a, a star of the World Juniors last year in the shootout. It was amazing. The shootout won it for the USA. So if it goes to shootout, they've got a chance. Yeah, I've heard that from you and a couple of other people as well. So obviously, a couple of other possible duck fans. Yeah, uh, so, so Troy Terry is <laughs> kind of high up there. Um, but I, you know, we put the question out there to our uh, to the people on our Pakia Facebook page uh, when this roster was put out. You can go, you can go there and to to have a look at it. And you know, we posed the question: is um, is this a team that can go for gold, or is it just going to be more disappointment? And I think quite um, by far and large, uh, most people think they're just going to bomb again. It's the USA way. It's the it's the men's USA way. The senior men's USA Yeah, the women's way. team sounds fucking awesome. I yeah. mean, just the fact that Amanda Kessel is on there again. Uh, and obviously, like, Hillary Knight. Um, yeah, and I strongly think uh, that, you know, we talk about, oh, this, you know, when people watch and they'll think it's the best the men's players there are. And, of course, they're not. But I actually would rather people watch the women's tournament. I think that's going to be a lot more competitive and a lot more exciting. Should, like... Is, do they need to have a tournament? Can they just have a best of nine USA Canada and that's the Olympics for the women's? <laughs> and then everyone else plays for the bronze. So the tournament happens. Uh, like Sweden plays Finland and uh, Russia plays, you know, they have their kind of normal round robin of all the other teams. And then there's whoever comes out on top of that wins bronze. And at the same time, USA and Canada are playing a best of nine. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting take <laughs> i do i actually had a kind of a similar idea for um for the olympics if we were now we know obviously the nhl are probably going to come back for the next ones in uh, 2022 because you know apparently they can pick and choose where they want to go but um i was like if the ioc decided you know what because you guys skipped on korea you can get fucked um, I wish there was this kind of format where more countries could enter. And I, I never really looked into it before until yesterday, um, of how teams actually, I was like, do teams qualify for the Olympics? Uh, or is it just like the top eight? And, but no, there is qualifying rounds. Um, and it was based so the seating was based on how uh, countries were placed after the 2015 uh, WHF World Championships. Right. Um, both New Zealand and Australia were just out of the seating. I think it was the like top 30 or 35 New Zealand and Australia just out of that. Um, and so they elected to not go ahead with Olympic qualifying. Um, and I mean... <laughs> 
maybe just as well because <laughs> some of the countries they'd be facing throughout, it, it's a hard ask for both New Zealand and Australia. But it would be cool if it was some kind of thing where, um, you know, the way how like uh, FIFA do their qualifying for like the Olympics and stuff mm-hmm. with football is if there was a way where you kind of have a representative um, from different nations rather than having the tears. So, there's that opportunity that someone like New Zealand or Australia could kind of be the darlings and break through and, and make it in. and Get you, beaten 75 now. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> they might get, yeah, sure. They might get their ass handed to them in the Olympics, but at least they're there and, you know, they get the experience and they get, re- get to represent their country on the biggest stage um, for that sport. Uh, which, you know, for a lot of sports is obviously the Olympics, like internationally playing for your country. And yeah, I would like something like that to happen rather than the current format that the WHF have. It's a little convoluted. I don't really want to, I can't be bothered explaining it. But um, if you just look it up on like Wikipedia, you'll see that there's all these different rounds that people have to go through. And then the top three teams uh, make it through to the Olympics. So the top three from the qualifiers... So who's who's automatically qualified? Like the entire Div One of the yeah, like the, I think it's the so obviously the host city. Yep. And <laughs> so we just need to host the Winter Olympics, and we're in. Exactly. <laughs> we just need to co-host it with Australia or something, um, and convince the IOC, IOC to let us both be in the tournament. Because um, right now, that's probably the only way we'd make it. What about a um? Say we both co-host it, and then New Zealand and Australia have like a best of seven series to whoever from that best of seven that wins <laughs> makes it in. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Um, but it's, you know, we were mentioned with this, with the USA um, that they'll probably tank. It's, it's a shame that the NHL decided to hold their players back because there's a good chance actual team USA could be very strong. I mean, obviously, you've got the likes of Jack Eichel and Austin Matthews coming through. Um, and now, can't call him a friend of the podcast, but I wish he was a friend of the podcast. Uh, Greg Wisniewski. 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 I yep. always say his name wrong. I'm, I'm terrible with the ski names. Yeah, he's Greg Wisniewski. So, he, on his one, he had... Oh, the uh, ESPN now. Not of Yahoo Puck Daddy. Yeah, well, he's like the only person covering hockey for ESPN, <laughs> but at least he's the good the good person to be doing it. Uh, so line one: Johnny Gaudreau, Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane. Line two: JVR, James Van Riemsdyk, Jack Eichel, Phil Kessel. Line three: Max Pacioretty. Eh, don't know about that. Joe Pavelski, Black we- Blake Wheeler. Line four: Brandon Saad, Kessler, and TJ Oshie. Could have TJ Soshi in there. Defenseman, Ryan Sutter, R. Jacob Truba, Zach Warinski, Seth Jones, Cam Fowler, Ryan McDonough, goalies, Corey Schneider, Connor Hallibuck, and Jonathan Quick with extras, Dylan Larkin, JT Miller, Shane Gossespierre, and Kevin Shannonkirk. That's a very strong team. It's a team that um, finally has skill, high skill players again. There was a time when USA were picking Justin Abelkater. Just size yeah, as well. David Backus. But now you've got those two kind of elite centers and Eichel and Matthews to compete with the McDavid's and the Crosby's. Yeah. Uh, and obviously a lot of skill there, obviously with Johnny Hockey and, you know, Kessel. There's a lot of um, finishing skill on that team and some pretty good mobile defensemen as well, uh, in particular like Seth Jones and Cam Fowler. I know you'd be pretty happy to see Cam Fowler uh, dressing up for Team USA. 
I love my ducks. <laughs> You're almost as much of a hard up ducks fan as I am a Leafs fan. Almost. But yeah, I wish, yeah, if only. Um, but that's not the case. And of course, you know, Team Canada will be announcing their team. And next week we will go through what could have been and what, what actually is. What could have been an absolute monster of a team. That Canadian team looks pretty good. I mean, paper. they'll probably, like, if you look at the World Juniors and stuff, it doesn't even matter. It's just like, because, um, like, with the World Juniors, the final, again, it was Canada versus Sweden. And did you hear about the Sweden head coach um, when he was asked about uh, taking on Canada? It was a Swiss head coach. Swiss. Ah, oh, Swiss. Yep, Swiss. Right. And he was like, we ain't got a chance. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, at least he was honest. That's probably what all the coaches are thinking, though, to be fair. It's probably what the Swedish coach was thinking, but he didn't want to say it. Yeah. He'd be probably um, extradited from his country if he said that they didn't have a chance. Get his ass kicked by Lundqvist or something. Uh, but yeah, just Canada are dominating um, pretty much no matter what, whatever level. Which isn't necessarily, like, the greatest for the sport. Like, I think it's better if, you know, other countries are having success as well. It might be a bit disheartening if Canada just keep winning everything. So, this would be good for the Olympics, I guess, is kind of an evening the playing field, having the non-NHL players in there. Maybe USA might win a gold. Maybe I've, I would... Maybe Sweden, the, uh, Sweden, Russia. Maybe the um, was it the, the independent uh, like athletes? Oh, that's of right. Ru- it's not Russia, Russia, is it? No. It's the independent athletes of Mother Russia. <laughs> oh, they should just dear. go full old school and go USSR. Imagine if those like if they just came out in the old Russia uh, Red Army kits. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's ancient times. <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, but yeah, I think even, you know, like with Canada and World Juniors, um, it doesn't matter who's on that team. They're probably going to be very strong. And I'll be interested to see how many from that, since they're waiting, since they were waiting for the World Juniors to be over, how many from that team will make it into Team Canada? Well, I heard today that one got asked. Ah, uh, yeah, but he declined it. Yeah. And of course, uh, everyone on Twitter's like, why would you turn down Team Canada? How could you do that? Don't you love your country? What a traitor. What a traitor. But I, I guess for him, he he was playing, he was the extra defenseman for the juniors. So he wasn't even getting uh, regular ice time for them. So what's it going to be when he goes playing with men? Also, he still has school. Yeah. He's a college kid. Yeah. It's not always about playing for your country sometimes. He'll get another chance when he makes the Colorado Avalanche and they go to the next Olympics. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, speaking of the World Juniors, did you get to see much of it? Uh, of course not, because you can't watch it any fucking where. Not legally, anyway. Well, not in New Zealand. And I, I don't do anything illegally. Ah, so you say. Mm, don't check my browser history. <laughs> yeah, there are sneaky ways of doing it. Unfortunately, um, obviously to protect their rights, TSN, geoblock it. Uh, which is a shame because, well, no one outside of North America or Europe have the rights really or show it or care to show it. And Sky obviously don't give a shit. Uh, no one else in this country is going to show it. So, the only way to see it is some uh, illegally obtained stream. Dirty streams. Which there were a few on YouTube. You could, if you looked around, you found some YouTube ones which were stable. Or... 
Uh, it's, I mean, it's probably not as good, but at least it's like really good quality. Uh, the HHF actually, I'm, I assume it's in partnership with TSN. They actually put up uh, highlight packs of every game and it's just the like Atmos noise of the game. It doesn't have commentary on it or anything. But when a goal is scored, it's like they'll show a replay from every camera angle. Right. So, it's like five minutes of one goal. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and it is it is a good way to watch it, uh, you know, when it's kind of the only legal option, I guess. Um, yeah. It's a shame because it's, you know, I've living in Toronto. I've seen how much of a big deal uh, the World Juniors tournament is. It's such a great way to see, you know, the next generation of players, the players that have just been drafted. And um, which is the thing, because this is the thing that annoys me. So most of these kids, uh, NHL draft picks, most of them have signed NHL deals. They are part of the NHLPA. Why is it not on the NHL TV? TV. I've it's always wanted it too. It's an NHL product technically, I guess. Hmm. I guess probably, well, actually, you know, really it's a double HF product, but yeah, they are NHL players. Um, I don't see any reason why they couldn't make some kind of deal. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah, the the NHL and um, governing sports bodies work really well together, so. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, It's probably just, yeah, another result of that. I'm sure someone, maybe someone in Dunedin might pop up and, um, you know, explain that better to us, but. Uh, for the meantime, I guess we're stuck with watching that stuff illegally, uh, unless we come up with some kind of punishing campaign to get Sky to show it next year. <laughs> Cause really, okay. In the, in, in the summer for New Zealand, right? Uh, around boxing day to new year's day, all there is on TV is cricket. You've got four sports channels plus a couple of pop-up channels. You know, sport one and two is probably the New Zealand cricket and the Australian cricket. It's not, well, if it's not raining. Yeah, if it's not raining. Uh, the tennis doesn't start until after New Year's or on New Year's Day. I think is when the SB Classic starts. And, of course, that got rained out a lot as well. Um, but, yeah, why can't on the other channels, why can't we show international ice hockey? Uh, I think it's something that should happen. It probably never will happen because... We are in New Zealand and it's a minority sport and it's just um, the cards that we are dealt. One day, one day, Logan, when we're running Sky. <laughs> <laughs> we have this like uh, like internet sports streaming um, service that just takes over and it's like, this is how it should be done. Yep. Because I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. It would be very, very sweet. But um, other big news is obviously the NHL All-Star Weekend is coming up at the end of the month and they've announced the rosters. Yes, it's another three-on-three competition. No John Scott this year. (laughs) It's funny how that happened and it's just like the NHL of like, well, we're definitely not doing that again. (laughs) <laughs> now well, we just pick the captains. Yeah, and they don't even uh, they don't even publicize the votes anymore, so you can't see how many people have voted for who and anything like that. It's uh, they've re- like Greg and Jeff really shot them up the ass with that uh, campaign to get John Scott on there. Oh, and Steve, 
as well and the dangle podcast <laughs> although steve dangle tries to stay clear of that i think of them now these days just lets greg and uh, jeff merrick have all the all the uh, credit for that one i mean i think they get the credit in the upcoming john scott movie so that's the way it is uh but yeah they got announced um do you want to go through the team list or do you want me to you go you go through the atlantic because it's got your maple leafs in it and then i'll take the central okay and then you can go Metro, Metro. and also Yildo Pacific. Yeah, with uh, the I ducks. figured that's how you wanted to do it. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, in the Atlantic, your forwards, you've got uh, Alex Barkov from the Panthers, Jack Eichel from the Sabres, Nikita Kucherov from Tampa Bay, Brad Marchand from Boston, Austin Matthews from Toronto, and Steven Stamkos from Tampa. Your D, you've got Mike Green from Detroit. <laughs> we'll get to that. I know how pissed off Joe is about this. Uh, Victor Hedman from Tampa, Eric Carlson from Ottawa, and then your goalies, Carey Price for some fucking reason um, from the Mo- Montreal Mediocre Canadiens, uh, and Andre Vaskaleski, who is no doubt going to win the Vesna, um, also from Tampa, and the coach is John Cooper, also from Tampa. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Um, so in the central, Patrick Kane. So someone's calling me. Patrick Kane, uh, Nathan McKinnon from the surprising Colorado Avalanche, Braden Shan, Tyler Sagan, Eric Stahl, Blake Wheeler up front on the D, John Klingberg, Alex Petrangelo, and your boy PK Subban. Yep. And goal, Connor Hallebuck and Pekka Rene. And, of course, the coach there is uh, Peter Lavaliette, also from the Preds. Uh, Metro Division forwards, you got Josh Bailey from the New York Islanders. Um, I think it's really great to see that his kind of emergence as a late bloomer. Perfect timing for a contract next year. Yeah. Uh, Sidney Crosby from the Penguins, Claude Giroux from the uh, Flyers, Taylor Hall from the Devils. And I loved his response on Twitter. He was basically like, well, I guess you can't select the whole teams, but hey, at least you picked me. Uh, Alex Ovechkin from the Caps, uh, John Tavares from the Islanders, and then UD. Um, Noah Hannafin for some reason from Carolina Seth Jones from the Blue Jackets Chris Letang from Pittsburgh uh, and then your goalies got Braden Holpe and Herrick Longfist and then your coach is Barry Ichoke under pressure trots from the Caps it's a hot take uh, so no Paci- it's true <laughs> finally in the Pacific Brock Besser from the only good thing about the Vancouver Canucks who? Johnny Goudreau Anze Kopitar, Connor McDavid, James Neal, Ricard Raquel from the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Up, uh, that's up front on D, Brent Burns, Drew Doughty, Oliver Ekman Larson, and Mark Andre Fleury and Jonathan Quick in goal. I'm and your so- coach, Gerard Gallant from the Las Vegas, sorry, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, good one, Elliot Freeman. Um, yeah, I'm so pumped about Fleury. I guess everyone thought going to Vegas that he's kind of on the downslide on his career and he can just sort of, you know, take it easy and live the Vegas lifestyle. But no, he's shown he's still got plenty in the tank. Interesting pick, though. He he was injured for most of the half first half of the season. Yeah, but shit out of... <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, but when you look at it as numbers and you're just like... Well, he's the best goalie out oh, of all of them. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. It's just um, it's an interesting argument for other players that may have been injured. Yep, as much. No, I, 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 I don't disagree with you there. Um, I do find it very strange that, and this is obviously a whole. Oh, we have to have someone from every team there. Um, 
But what the fuck is Carey Price doing there? Yeah, it's the the Canadians suck so bad. They had to pick someone who's been semi good, and he's the only person that's been close to being any good. Um, so I, they had to put him in there, but it's tough to put him in over your boy Steady Freddy. Yeah, or um, Tukaras. Tukaras, not trying to be at least biased here, you know. <laughs> Tukas uh, having a very good season. He's sort of coming back as well. But this is the thing: it's picking someone from each team. The NBA don't do this, so they the NBA just stack it with the best players. So it's an actual all star game, not a we have to be fair. So it's a somewhat kind of good players all star. Yeah, who cares if you if the team's not represented? That should be a good indication of where your team is at. How much your team sucks, like the Detroit Red Wings, who suck. Buffalo, who suck. I guess Eichel's playing pretty well, so you, you could make an argument for him to get in there. But, like, Mike Green? Mike Green? Yeah. Mike Green? <laughs> I know, um, yeah, you suggested that you would rather have Morgan Riley. Top four, uh, top five in descoring. He'd be pretty good in the fastest skater against Conor McDavid if they were to do a competition like that. I would like to see, because obviously, you know, a couple of years back, you had Sagan versus Kessel in the fastest skater. You reckon Kessel still got that in him or he's he's maybe slowing down a little bit? I don't. I think McDavid may wipe the complete floor with him. Is it fair for anyone to be facing McDavid in the fastest skater? I reckon the one of the players that could go with him, and oh, here you go, here's a straight swap, put Anthony Athanasiu in from the Red Wings and have him race McDavid. Okay. Well, even like, because uh, I think you'd also be quite keen on Dylan Larkin, like he's quite fast too. Mm-hmm. Um, although you mentioned, we, we're talking about fastest skater, but the NHL are playing their cards very tightly to the chest about what the um, all-star comp, like the skills comp even will be. Um, by the sounds of it, they've made some changes and they're quietly being very coy and confident about the changes they've made. The only one that we are aware of is the change to, you know, the shooting accuracy is that they're going to add like a fifth target for the five hole and the targets all light up. And so the player has to shoot uh, aim for the target that's lit up rather than just picking choosing how they want. So that sounds cool. I quite like that. I yep. like the whole light up thing. It's a nice little innovation. I heard Patrick Burke from the NHL who's involved in our friends at Player Safety. He is also involved in the making of the you know the All Star Game, and he confirmed that the little passy mini nets thing is also in still. Okay. Where they have to saucer it over the thing and then into the little mini net, which is kind of like really looks really lame. It's really fucking hard to do. But watching it on TV, you're like, that looks really easy. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose that's the thing. I mean, it's got to look hard, but not too hard that they can't do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish uh, they'd bring Snoop Dogg back again as well. Uh, <laughs> and he'd accidentally play uncensored versions of his songs. That was, I, I can just imagine Gary Bettman sitting there going, who is this Snoopish dog guy? S- Snoopy? Snoopy. Snoopy. And then he just comes out and blasts some F-bombs and he's like, just walks out immediately, gets <laughs> on the phone. Another thing I'm surprised by, um, the fact that there is a Shin brother in the All-Star game over yeah. Vladimir Tarasenko. I think, and we may touch on this in a in an article that we're doing. 
<laughs> well, by the time this podcast is out, the article will be up. So go check it out on the yeah. website. Um, but Mark Shifley's injury really helped in that situation. Mm. I just, yeah, just brain and shin, really. You could even have, because I'm really surprised that Jamie Benn's not there. Mm. Um, mm. Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, one and the same. They're basically, they're a two for one deal. And I can't really think of one without thinking of the other. Um, that's sounds a little, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I mean, they're both very um, attractive men. But yeah, I would much rather Tarasenko uh, in there. Um, it's kind of cool to still see a Stoll brother in there. You know, Eric Stoll's kind of, you know, still floating around and Blake Wheeler, you know, obviously Winnipeg are doing pretty damn well for themselves. Yeah, year. I'm disappointed Big Buff isn't in there. I guess because he's been injured a lot as well. He's kind of been in and out. Um, I mean, not to say that obviously <laughs> there's obviously a few picks in there that are done purely on the fact that they're kind of like a known name player, mm-hmm. a.k.a. James Neal. <laughs> um, I was I, I'm a fan of James Neal and I'm surprised he's in there yeah I think William Carlson would have been a I mean he's a former duck uh, he would have been a he would have been a great pick or Marsha so you know he's a, yeah. he's uh, doing great for me uh, in fantasy hockey so yeah and hey at least Vancouver have something to smile about you know so good for you Canucks fans you, I had a I, something going for you. I had an idea about the um, what they could another skills test that they could do in the in the all-star game and it did involve big buffalo and if he was in there um they just get a whole bunch of stuntmen like hollywood stuntmen and have them skate up the ice with their head down and then the defensemen like bufflin or um is this like bull rush but basically and then so they skate with their head down looking back to get a pass and the defenseman just curls and comes across the middle and just crushes them and it's whoever makes the biggest hit wins the skills competition i think yeah there might be a few injuries coming out of that <laughs> well they're stunned man so they're that's what they're that's the that's a gig fair enough fair enough uh speaking of fantasy uh we do have the puck Year fantasy league which you haven't really we haven't really talked about um and we're halfway through the season now uh i kind of feel like we probably should talk about it and um i actually did you see that? So the person who is number one right now is Jeff Albert from uh, also from the BHL's Top Cheese, <sighs> who's also doing really well in the other fantasy league as well. He, yeah, uh, and I don't know about you, but there was a trade that he tried to do today that I vetoed straight away. What was it? Um, I can't. And we'll get into this, but it, I can't actually get into the fantasy league. So it's it's still <laughs> there because everyone has twenty four hours to veto it. Um, He's so he would take he would get uh Nikolai Ehlers in exchange for Cliff Bomb. See, I traded him Cliff Bomb at the start of the season. He was so keen to get all these get his stupid oilers all together, <laughs> um, that he traded me Zach Rurinsky for Cliff Bomb. And I was like, No, I think his initial trade was Cliff Bomb, what do you want? And I just went back, looked at his roster and went, Zach Wierenski, please. And so you think, okay, Cliff Bomb for Ehlers, one's a D, one's a left winger. So you probably think, okay, depending on what they need, that's actually not that bad. But when you consider fantasy scoring and how they're doing, 
Um, Jeff <laughs> gets a significant advantage there if he got Nikolai Ehlers. Uh, he's got like 60 points up on Cliff Bomb. It's quite a lot. <laughs> Who's he trying to slip that one through against? Um, Sam Misk, who seems to be basically involved in all trades. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as it stands. Uh, so last week, um, obviously, uh, my fiance Sarah is in the league as well. We face each other and she beat me by like th- five points. We face each other the week before mm-hmm. and I just squeaked by. Um, I made a couple of stupid mistakes benched a couple of players or goalies that I shouldn't have and I just squeaked by. So, I'm third in the league and my record's 10-3. and three. Um, Jeff is still unbeaten, I believe. Yeah, he's 13-0. and 0. Does that mean he's won? He's basically won? No. Oh, no, because it will go to playoffs. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, he's top of his division. Where am I? You are and, and Sarah is second in uh, that second division with Jeff. Mm-hmm. So, first in... Um, uh, the first of the division one is um, ex Red Devils head coach. Um, is it Matt Sanford? I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, so he his record is 11 2. I'm second. My record's 10 3. You, my friend, the dirtbags, you are 6 and 7. Mm. So you're kind of languishing there at the bottom. I think I've lost maybe at least seven in a row ever since I. Couldn't get into the account. You were, you were doing very well. So, what happened? I, I went to it and I tried to change my roster. I'd, we were going on this thing of doing it every week. Start every week, you do your roster for the week, which seemed to work fine in the first kind of start. And then I went to change my lineup and said, lineup can, cannot be changed. You need to log in. And so, I went to the login and then it was trying to add my Gmail account to it. I couldn't do anything and it was trying to authorize Yahoo to use my Gmail account. I freaked out and just never went back. Well, I think you better get an order if you want to salvage <laughs> your season. <laughs> um, uh, quickly, just going back to the Winter Olympics. Did we actually ask slash answer the question, is it worth watching? Are we, are we just going with uh, it's worth watching the gir- the ladies and let's kind of, I guess, see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Once it gets down to the gold medal game and there's nothing else on. And there's nothing else on. <laughs> yeah, because typically it's uh, near the end of the competition as well, near the end of the Olympics. The other thing to bring into uh, factor in is the commentators. If we get, because I know that Ray Ferraro and... Chris, no, not Gordon Miller are going to do it, whether they're doing it for the American audience and we get stuck with the punishing um, Olympic IOC appointed commentator who knows nothing about hockey (laughs) and every time a shot goes in, he calls it a first timer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If we get stuck with that shit again, there is no way I'm watching that. (laughs) First timer? Oh, first timer from Crosby. Yeah, I um, because I I was in Canada for the last Olympics, so thankfully I didn't get that. I had the good commentators. It was brutal. I hate. Yeah, we probably will because we always New Zealand always gets the international feed. Um, like we do with the Stanley Cup. At least in the Stanley Cup, you get kind of. I don't like those commentators. Who it's Joe McAleary and some other guy. Um, it's like the guy that used to do it for ESPN when ESPN had hockey. Um, never been a fan, eh? Um, Steve. 
I can't remember. Uh, Steve Levy? Yeah. Yeah. He's one of them. Never been a big fan um, of, of him. I much prefer the Canadian commentary, as I'm sure a lot of people do. That's why we watch it on the NHL.TV app and Apple TV. <laughs> yeah, not that we can for um, stuff like that for the Olympics and whatnot. Um, actually, funny story. Uh, so, I was going to get rid of Sky um, after the Winter Olympics. Uh, but just before Christmas... Um, my reception was getting worse and worse. Uh, it wasn't, you know, it was there, but it was very heavily pixelated. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And it just got worse and worse. And when I came back uh, from the Christmas break, um, I was in Hawke's Bay. It was lovely and very hot, very sunny and ate a lot of food. It was amazing. Um, no signal at all. And it just stayed like that. And because I live in an apartment complex, uh, everything has to be done through the body corp, uh, which is, can be a real pain in the ass because obviously they can take their time. And being that time of the year, a lot of people are away, you know, technicians and everything. Finally got someone in three weeks later. Uh, he's looking at it and he's like, oh, yeah, you're getting a signal, but it's very weak. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I was like, we've had some pretty shitty weather here in Auckland, some really strong winds. I was like, is the any chance that the dish is maybe slightly out of alignment he's like, oh yeah that could be an idea oh, grabs a thanks technician i know right <laughs> <laughs> i'm like and if you can do just give me back the 55 dollars an hour that you're getting paid to do this and uh, that'd be great yeah who's the fucking technician here uh so he goes up on the roof comes back about a minute later and he's like ha, yeah <laughs> you were right um yeah your uh, dish the arms rusted through <laughs> And so I posted a picture of it on on my Twitter, and um, yeah, it's just it's rusted through and it snapped off. So that would explain why it gradually got worse, 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 gone. So I uh, replaced it. Now I've got my um, Sky backup and running. And I was kind of like, oh, thinking, why don't I just fucking send an invoice to the Body Corp for my Sky bill this month? Because I'm literally only going to enjoy a month of it. Um, but yeah, back to my point, I was going to get rid of it after, um, the Olympics and because I sort of pr- Christmas present to myself and to my fiance, we got the brand new Apple TV and it's a lot nicer, mm-hmm. um, than the older versions that we had been, have been running and still have in like the other rooms. Um, I was kind of hoping that I could just do it all through there, just get rid of sky. And I was kind of hoping that with the Olympics, that maybe something were happening through the air. There's the Olympic channel, but I guess we're, you know, we're still waiting and seeing what happens there. Um, but yeah, like you said, you know, the hype, not really there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. What'd you do for New Year's? Let's, let's get it personal to wrap this up. Uh, I was in, I uh, went to a gig in Auckland, uh, one again, uh, saw a couple of bands, but took it easy. I had to drive to Tauranga, the Mount Monganui, the next day for the... I doing all the cricket. For the cricket, so, which got rained out, so that was great. <laughs> uh, and yeah, spent like first, second, third, fourth down in, uh, down in the mountain, beautiful place, got sunburn. Hometown. Uh, and that was about it. Christmas spent alone, so that was cool. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, so Kirsty went home for for uh, Christmas, and I had and to she's do the, so ashamed of you that yeah, she didn't want to take you along as well. Was, the other time I went, there was there was conversations, uh, so it's easier that I just stay. At oh, home. the old when are you gonna pop the question conversations? Ah, uh, no more. What the fuck are you doing with that guy? Um, 
he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> because of course he is. Conversations. Um, so, yeah, so I spent Christmas Day alone. No hockey on. That was great. Um, watched. What did I watch? No, I didn't even think I watched anything. I just passed out. Surely to at least make yourself feel a little better and not be a completely depressing uh, Christmas, you watched Die Hard. I did. I watched that on Christmas Eve. Yeah. As you do. It makes it a little bit better, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I spent it with Sarah's family. Uh, New Year's, typical for people of our age. We just hung out with uh, friends who have kids. And yeah, have a barbecue. That was about it. Most people struggle to stay up until midnight. Did you make it to midnight? I, I made it. And then had to drive like 45 minutes from Pukekohe back home. <laughs> I did not make it. Yeah. Oh, you old man. Mm. Are you? Wait. Are you younger than me? I'm the bright age of Austin Matthews, thirty-four. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you were younger than me. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, good just rag out my age. Sorry, the time man. I spent Christmas I alone. Thought it's, they, it's yeah. a really good time. I really thought you were younger than me. <laughs> Which, because I was like, I'm so jealous of the beard that he grows because he's younger than me. He just looks a lot more manlier than I am. But, I, you know, that kind of makes a lot more sense. Um, one thing uh, that I think is really cool that we should talk about just really briefly is the secret Santa that New Zealand do through Twitter. Now, I think you definitely have to do it this year. I've done it in the past. I oh, have. I got like a... I don't even know, something really shit, so I, I got out. Um, but your, whatever, whoever got you is, I don't know, for like, it was secretly Sarah. You no, secret, no. I know who it secret is. Zero Santa. I, I know who it is because um, they put it in the note. Um, if it doesn't fit, let me know and I'll get it like, you know, sent back and like sorted out. But what do you, <laughs> this is insane. Um, what my secret Santa got me was a Toronto Arena's or Aretna's jersey with Mitch Marner's name and number on it. Fully legit, the Adidas one. Um, unbelievable. I'll show it to you after this. And it's oh, it's so amazing. I was so shocked. Um, like, I read the thing and, you know, the note, and he was like, oh, you know, I think you've been really wanting this. And I was like, oh, well, you know, what could it be? Uh, and, yeah, and I was just like, okay, open it up. And I was just like, wow, wow like, this is... This is unreal. Like, I didn't know people could be this generous. It's insane. Um, and the year before, um, I actually think I'm quite an easy person to give gifts for because it's either video game related, in particular the Nintendo Switch, or it's hockey related. And obviously, largely the Toronto Maple Leafs. And my previous secret Santa uh, for 2016 had baked me gingerbread men and iced them to look like the Maple Leafs. And I was like, well... <laughs> This is cool. Like, this is awesome. This is exactly what I want because I'm a sweet, I've got a sweet tooth as well. Love the Maple Leafs. But yeah, getting that jersey, man, insane. I just can't believe the generosity of some people. So, thank you, um, Secret Santa. And so, I think, I think, Puck, yeah, we should do it this yeah, year. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, if anyone wants to send a um, poor Korea, uh, <laughs> Anaheim era, maybe like 98 era uniform. I mean, the thing is, is not <laughs> the the crazy thing is, is the limit is well, the suggested limit is twenty bucks. 
So that person kind of add an extra zero to that, or stole it. So you have <laughs> you've received stolen goods. You need to no. take that to the police immediately, <laughs> or you are complicit to this crime. That's not happening. No, he he sent me the uh, older form as well, um, because my whole thing was I wanted to get one uh, from Real Sports, and um, for some reason the shipping was astronomical, same price as the jersey, and it was going to work out to be like five hundred New Zealand dollars. And I was like. It's just not worth it as much as i love mitch mana um and i took a photo of it of what i was trying to do sent it to real sports and it never responded to me and i guess my secret santa saw that and was like you know what i'm gonna make this guy's day and holy fuck did they um so thank you again and can't wait for pakia to do it and i'm sure we'll hopefully we'll do something super awesome and generous as well a free subscription to the website <laughs> that's already free we'll give you a, we'll get you a subscription to the athletic uh, yeah there we go <laughs> um one other quick thing and you've listened to it already and it probably signals the death of all other hockey podcasts uh 31 thoughts now has a podcast yeah jeff merrick and elliot friedman it's called 31 thoughts surprisingly hmm. Uh, and they just kind of go over what the 31 thoughts were and other stuff from the from Elliot's um, blog. Is it a blog article? It's It starts as an article and then it turns into like um, random thoughts. A stream of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's, um, it's kind of one of those things where you watch them on Hockey Night in Canada on the headlines and before... They cut them off and go to hometown hockey, which is doesn't need to be on Saturday night. Um, he starts getting into like, into deep about some of the stuff that he talks about, and you only get like thirty seconds of it, which really annoys me. Mm. So it's really good to it goes, you know, widens the information that is just in that little kind of sentence. Awesome. And they go into deep. They have a nice little intro from um, a prominent media personality in the nhl which is quite funny uh and then jeff is like a he's a podcast king so it's good to <laughs> good to hear him back doing a podcast again if only we could be as good as jeff uh yeah i definitely have to check it out um speaking of like hockey night in canada hockey night in canada follow up the best segment in hockey tv with headlines when you've got Elliot freeman you know Chris Johnson and Nick Caprios just being the insiders at the iron and giving us all this awesome information and they follow it with the worst segment. And I think it, it's worse than coach's corner. And that's Rudy's take. Kelly I Rudy. don't, I, I don't understand what it is. Why is it there? Why does it happen? Why does it happen? It's just to fill three minutes. But why do you not have headlines part two? I know. Surely they've got so much more to talk about. And he just comes on and goes, <laughs> it sounds like the Philadelphia Flyers commentators. They're always like, I can tell when something's going to happen because they'll be like, and just like, I can't do it. Sorry if I just blew out your speakers. He's gone through a case of tasty cakes. Yeah, um, worst segment in TV, uh, worse than what Coach's Corner is now because I can still chuckle along with Coach's Corner um, and you see like that look in Ron's eyes. Well, at least that spawned something good like the um, 
the transcribing of Coach's Corner. Which has disappeared. Mm, maybe they got shut down. Yeah, probably did, which is a shame because so good. It'd be interesting if they got like a cease and desist order. <laughs> um, but yeah, since we... Okay, so yeah, 31 Thoughts is out there. Um, but we want you to still listen to us. We are Park Your Podcast. We're back for the year. Uh, we've got some big ones happening uh, sometime soon. Uh, obviously, we've we talked a little bit about Grace Harrison uh, on the website in the past week. Um, her season wraps up in March, and she'll be uh, hopefully back home around mid-year. Um, she's sorry that we that she missed us this time around while she was home for the holidays, and you know she really wants to come on. Uh, really keen to do it when she's here rather than you know doing a Skype thing because I'm sure there's lots to talk about. I mean, she just played at the Honda Center. How freaking cool is that? I saw that picture. It was really awesome. Her at Center Ice. Yeah, it was amazing. Really cool. Um, and you know she helped her team win in overtime, which was awesome. She played great, and um, you know they're having another good season with the St Lawrence Saints. Um, the New Zealand uh, Junior Ice Blacks, they're on their way to Bulgaria for the WHF tournament. Um, and of course, friend of the podcast, uh, head coach Justin Daigle, who we've been wanting to get on for the podcast for so long. Uh, he mentioned, you know, he said in our um, special that we did at the Backyard Hockey League Holiday Classic that he will come on. We're going to do a big sit down with him when he comes back. Um, it's going <laughs> to... Knowing him, we could talk for hours. It'll probably end up being about three hours and we might have to split it up into like three parts. Yeah, the best news about that is um, that now Dags is gone and also AJ Spiller um, is helping him coach that team. It's great news for the BHL teams like my team who don't have to face Dags <laughs> and AJ. Yeah, you won't Leading get- into the playoffs. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, you won't get destroyed so much even when they are only playing at like 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're listening to us, obviously you, you're probably subscribing and we really appreciate that. Uh, it would mean a lot if you would spread the word, get your friends in on it as well. Smash the like button. <laughs> Smash <laughs> the like button. And, um, you know, leave a review on iTunes, man. You know, help build this up. Yeah, just spread the word. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Puck Here Podcast. Uh, get in touch with us. We'd like to talk to you guys, man. And also, congratulations to friend of the podcast, Andrew Hay. Oh, he's a dad. He's a dad. Stop that. Puck here. It's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck here Podcast. Puck here.